that's true. All blast, you got what it takes, put that true. All blast, it's fame on the way, put that true. All blast, make that change today, put that true. All blast, tired of hearing trash, put that true. All blast, you got what it takes, put that true. All blast, it's fame on the way, put that true. All blast, make that change today, put that true. All blast. Why does Aaron look like he's in space? (laughs) (laughs) I am in space. Oh, oh, all right. So, so, what's up? My point exactly. You you, you already started? I didn't start nothing. I didn't start nothing, man. You boy got my joke book already? Hey, you my joke book? All right, bro. All right, man, yo. Yo, what's what's up, party people? This is the On Blast podcast. We're going to already start off a little bit crazy for one. Uh, you know you know what time it is. You know what day it is. Wednesday, 7 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock Eastern. It's always time for oh, yeah, we the On Blast podcast. Live. Are you sure? We live. All the way live. All right. I'm <laughs> making sure now because I'm... Went live first, it was some error, but it does say in stream, so I hope that we're streaming him. All right, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so (laughs) you're on our own blast podcast. You know, we're gonna get a little crazy tonight, uh, for one reason because DJ Gooch has been in a whole damn box of Twinkies, so we don't know what the hell we're gonna (laughs) do tonight. And down there below, y'all, y'all do see our like Ace Boom Coon, our Issa nominated for the second year in a row. Blast Radio Two Four Seven Soul Res Production, the one and only D Ray, the producer in yep. the house. Yeah. What it is, what it is. He's about to get a little bit crunk up in here. I oh boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Oh man, no, 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 no. Oh man, tonight, bro, you are you are getting the interview treatment, even though you are a guest and that you know host. a podcast host and yeah. everything else for us. You're also a phenomenal DJ, a DJ, yeah, a yeah, phenomenal DJ. producer. <laughs> so you know, you're gonna make sure that um, that. You know, we are we are getting uh what is floating around in that sense of vast mind out for everyone when it comes to music production, uh the music business today, you know, yep. all that good stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I'm here for it. Ooh, it's Yo, busy, bro. It is Wednesday, man. It's the middle of the week and how has your week gone so far, man. It's gone a lot better than last week. We 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 don't have the snow and ice and things like that. And uh, I want to say give a shout out to all my peeps over there in Baltimore and Maryland and Washington D.C., which I happen to visit. Peace. 
Love y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all. That's where I was this weekend. They call it the uh, DMV. Is what they call it. The DMV. I was over there in that area. Yeah. Doing with right, new studs. Right. Mike wants to know: Can any of you actually sing? I do a great baritone, uh, Mike. Uh, you check me out on a uh, karaoke nights. Uh, you get get a chance to see that. Don't hurt yourself, Mike. Don't hurt yourself, boy. Right. Michael Body is up, in the building. Oh, my boy, yeah. Bate! <laughs> Bate in the house. Hey, hey, Mike, Mike McKenzie, to answer your question, yes, but I leave singing to the singers. That's right. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, me. yeah, yeah. That's me. Nah, bro. Nah. <laughs> nah. I ain't ready. No How your week been, bro? Hey man, you know we 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 good over here. We uh glad that it warmed up a little bit. Uh, it was literally like 14 degrees this weekend. Uh, today is 60, so you know hey. this this weather is kind of schizophrenic. Um, y'all got snow and ice. I think it might have snowed where I live, maybe a good 10 seconds. Uh, Michael Body says, "Only way Gucci is singing is if the microphone is a Twinkie." Let me explain something to you. He ain't Round singing that, to that bro. Twinkie. He ain't, he ain't singing to that Twinkie. He's doing something else with that Twinkie, trying to get he that doing, cream out. He doing something oh, to that shit. Twinkie that's illegal in twelve states. <laughs> Only twelve, good. Only twelve, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, before we get started with the interviews and the music and everything else, yo, man, we, we just have to know. We just have to know. DJ Gooch, what's on your mind, bro? Oh, sure. What's on my mind? I'm calling this segment, As the World, or As the Dallas Cowboy World Turns. Boy, Wait a minute. Oh, Wait, hold boy, on. Mike McKenzie oh, said 14 is shorts. And t-shirts in Michigan. Well, you oh, keep that fourteen, and you keep that t-shirt and <laughs> yeah. shorts up there in yeah. Michigan, bro. <laughs> yeah, that is man, not the case here. Man, man. What a mess not- we have in Dallas! What a mess do we have? What a mess do we have? We got the right. Dallas Cowboy <sighs> leaders just go careful going at it. They are just going at it. You got Dash Prescott, that Prescott. Who? Brother what? going at a... Yeah, I can't say it. Who the heck is Daz? <laughs> what? That, yeah, him. Daz Dillinger. Had a couple of twinkies. Give me a break. <laughs> yeah, this brother going at it. Somebody he want Dak out of Dallas. We have uh, uh, CD Lamb's mom talking about Dak is not it. And you got, you know, uh, Parson, Michael Parson's uh, brother talking about, hey, Dak ain't it either. I got one thing to say about this. It's on my mind. We already know Dak ain't it. Dak has reached this level. Let me tell you something I told the playmaker told me, and he was so right. There are people on the team who just want to get a check, and there are people on the team that want to win the chip. Dak wants his check. He doesn't, if he it. wins something, he doesn't need It's all good. He doesn't care. Don't you don't believe it. it? Show me some emotion. Don't yeah, I believe it. He can't nah, do it. He choked, he choked, he choked. And why does he choke? Because he doesn't care. Anytime so, Trayvon, oh, Trayvon uh, uh, did punk his butt up, he just punked him. Call him a B.A. You know what? He didn't do nothing about it. That's on practice, bro. That's on practice, Hey, I bet, hey, D-Ray, how many people call you a B.A.S.? 
None. Not to it's my late. face. It's matter of fact, matter of fact, none on StreamYard neither because <laughs> I can travel. <laughs> and that's the reason why we don't have a leader. Our leader, who's supposed to be our quarterback, is not. They didn't take that C off of him and get him shipped off somewhere else. He just can't win the big one. So Dad, you say something different, Chief yeah, Rocker. So, so <laughs> my re, so my rebuttal to this is. We ain't won nothing in what almost 30 damn years. Yes. And you're gonna blame it on one quarterback who is literally, even though it's just in the regular season, more than likely best quarterback that you had since Aikman. Now, he do, you know, choke because we didn't like Romo, we damn showed Quincy, and you can go in and name all them other ones. So I asked you this last week, Gooch. Would you rather be three and fourteen, or would you rather be ten and twelve with a chance? Okay, and remember now, I'm not watching them next year. But it's not just because of that; it's because when that defense got out there on that first drive, they became that bitch ass that that like you don't want to say, and gave up and gave up. And gave up and gave up. They did not stop them boys not one time. Not one time. So to like blame everything on like one player when you got coaches on that side and players on that side that are going to the Pro Bowl and you know was getting interceptions and was getting sacks and was getting everything and they did absolutely nothing in that whole entire game from the time that the ball was in the air to the time the Dane Horn sounded at the end, the defense did absolutely squat. Nothing. And you can't even come back and say that they stopped them once because they didn't stop them once. My rebuttal to that is, you're right. I'm not, but I'm not only, I'm not just blaming Dak. He just had to be the biggest person that's on the field that's just, just a quitter. I, I disagree. I disagree. And I cannot believe that y'all got me in a position that I am defending Anybody that wear that star on their head. <laughs> but it's almost like the tale of two teams. You take uh-huh. Dallas on one hand, take the Detroit Lions on the other. Uh-huh. Right? Dan Campbell has come in and changed the entire culture of he the did. Detroit Lions. He did. Right? He People did. are scared to play this team. People yeah. are scared because they, he, will go for it on a fourth and two, fourth and three. Yes, he will. They will make it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They come out there and they hitting people in the mouth, right? They trust their coach. And and they trust their coach because their coach trusts them. Mm-hmm. The, coach, the coach came in with a plan. He and did. you know what ownership did? You know what the Ford family did? Hands yes. off. Oh, here go, do, go do <laughs> what you do best. And we're going to sit back here and do what we do best. Right, mm-hmm. but Dallas, on the other hand, oh, Dallas God. has an owner who will Jimmy call Nelson. down to the sidelines to tell the head coach to not run the play that he just put out to run. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that you, happens, bro. You got you know, you got you got Jerry Jones, the 80 year old, the 80, 81, 82 year old Jerry Jones is. He ain't. He's not calling down there. Totally I'm, to all I'm saying is this. A lot of all all I'm saying. You might be right, but all I'm saying is this: the coach 
does not have the power to enact a culture for Dallas. And when you don't you, have that, when you don't mm-hmm. have a coach that can come in and impose his will mm-hmm. as opposed to enhancing the will of the owner, you're never going to win. But look, look, at, look at Al Davis. But look at, so, look at Al Davis. Look at Al so, Davis with the Raiders, right? Al Davis tried to be the coach and the owner. But as, when he took his hands off of it, that's when they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but do y'all remember that little period in like time where we hired the most, you know, uh, you know, supposed to have been the most outstanding coach of all time at the time when we had Bill Parcells. Yeah, Bill Parcells for a minute. And did absolutely nothing. Still got to the playoffs. Still choked, which is the same reason why I say everybody that we have on the Cowboys in any big game chokes. It don't matter the parking lot attendant, cheerleaders, the concession stand, everybody choked. If you order something from them, you're going to get your damn wrong item because they are choking because it's a damn big game. Everybody chokes. There is no way possible you say that, okay, I'm going to run a zone the whole night, even though I haven't run a zone the whole flipping year. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. I got people wide open. I have a rookie, a basically a rookie quarterback. This year is, what, first year actually starting. And I'm be like, oh, okay, we're going to lose to them. You don't forget now, we did lose to the expansion Houston Texans. See, we lose in big games. That's what we do. That's what everybody on the scene does. So I just can't sit here and just say that it's one person because it's been 30 years of the same bull forever. Let let me tell you something. Hold on. Mike Irvin said this. This is what he said. Quote, unquote. I looked around and everybody who's told me it was okay to lose, he went and told Jimmy, get rid of him. They are not here for the right reason. And and you see he got rid of him. You can do the same thing now. You can do the same thing now. We got a bunch of people who don't, do who don't care about winning. I don't, the championship. I don't care about getting their money. Say that. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I, really I can't. I can't get with that. Now, yeah, yeah, that and, and I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. Because I now trust and believe. I don't watch Dallas uh, enough to know this, but from what I've seen, the play calling is atrocious. I've seen plays where it was three. You know third down and two and you're running a 10 yard out route why would you do that on third and two when you got a running back that can run over people why would you you know call a quarterback sneak on a on a fourth and ten you know it's just like stuff that just don't make sense and you know you can be you could be labeled as so smart that you don't mike mccarthy is supposed to be a genius but his st- coaching staff has made some really dumb plays. Yeah. So I mean, when when it's third and two, and somehow you have a cornerback playing fifteen yards off on a third and two, that's that's a, that's a problem. Okay, I'm sorry, that's a problem. And if you're behind the eight ball, all I mean, you know, in a game where you're not supposed to be, because they could have gotten off the field. Okay, except for what? Another penalty. 
gave him, and they okay. just drove on down. And from there, could not stop him. Now, I'm not saying at all that like that was good, but believe me, we have seen interceptions from from like people who they say are are supposed to be great, and they still, you know, find that way because the defense is like, oh, they don't have it today. We got to step up. No one stepped up that day. You know whose really fault it is? You know whose fault it really is, though? Who that? It's you cotton-picking Cowboy fans. It's your fault. You know why? You know why it's your fault? Because because (laughs) we give it to July. End of July, beginning of August, we them boys. We went in the Super Bowl this year. We went undefeated in preseason. You won't hear me say we winning anything. We... We, we do this. We gonna get this. Oh, we gonna and you know what? You set unrealistic expectations, right? You a Pittsburgh Steelers fan? If Big Ben was your quarterback, you already knew Big Ben's gonna throw two interceptions every game. Period. Hell, I thought that this Bottom year. Line. <laughs> Bottom line. I thought you know that this mean? year. You know what I mean? And so it's like last year. You know, and so mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's really all about where where is the motivation? Where where are the veterans? Where are the people that are willing this 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 team to rise above their standard, right? Because at, at the end of the day, hype don't win championships. No, it doesn't. You know, so especially especially when all their fans move to Baltimore. But we could do a whole nother podcast <laughs> hey, on hey, that. Hey, 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 hey. All right, y'all. I'm gonna go on drop this blast commercial right quick then we're gonna come back and get into it with d-ray the producer we got some hard hitting questions for you yeah we do so you gotta you gotta like put that music hat on man times he's gonna shift this cap like this i'm gonna tell you at least three that's over under (laughs) (laughs) all right y'all be back in two shakes You know good and well I wasn't at no Diddy party. I'm too bold uh, to be at the Diddy party. Was, All right. was, Let's go. was was the good bishop talking to Goose when he was talking about getting swallowed up? I I I just I just wanna know. Was he the good bishop talking to you, Goose? When he talking about have you ever been swallowed up? I have up? no I'm, idea what you're talking about, sir. Oh, all right. <laughs> does, does, the, does the guest does the guest have to do the disclaimer? <laughs> did, did you... I didn't say no name. No, I said no name. No, I no, the name. Hey, look, and you in Texas too? The views and I opinions. Didn't, I didn't say a name, bro. I didn't say a name at all. All right. So, so once again for uh, the un for the uninitiated. Yeah, I stole another one from you. Uh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't have nothing. 
<laughs> we have in the house Mr. D Ray, the producer. Um, uh, so, bro, what's been what is new that has happened? Because you know, you posted something last week, and, and you know, we're happy and everything for you. So, I just want to yeah. go, go on and like talk about that before we get into these hard-hitting questions. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Well, last week, uh, we, were, we were notified that I have been nominated uh, in three categories for the 2024 oh. ISA Awards, which is the International Singer-Songwriter Association, uh, based in Atlanta, Georgia, with our good friend, friend of Blast, Tammany Dove, uh, her organization. I have been nominated for... Uh, DJ of the year, songwriter of the year, and sound engineer of the year. So, oh, to, God, right. to God be the glory for that. Um, and so, uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, everybody from Blast Radio has been nominated for the second year in a row, which is yes, completely dope. Um, and so, shout out to you, Mr. Jackson. Shout out to Veep. Uh, and even you too, Gooch, because um, we all we're all family up in here. Thank you, Mike. And uh, you know we're gonna hey. we're gonna try to set a land on on fire this time. So oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. We're gonna definitely. party a little bit. I'll try to try to hit that up. Yes, sir. so so Gooch. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, Gooch uh, Gooch actually wrote out some questions, which is why he has his like glasses uh-huh. on the day. God. So, so I'm wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Hold that notebook yeah, yeah. up again. Hold it up again. <laughs> Hold it up again. That ain't even. <laughs> hey, look. Hey, look. 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 That ain't even college rule. That's the wide. That's the wide. That's the wide. And I got pictures too. <laughs> you got to write that big old number two pencil. Yeah. You got to write the big kindergarten pencil. Hey, let me like the dotted line right there. Like, oh. <laughs> All right, let's, All right, let's get this dumpster fire right. started. Question. What was the hardest project you ever worked on? You know what? Um, Ed, in in this game, there's, you know, sometimes you have projects that you really just need to say no to. Mm-hmm. I had a, a an exotic dancer one time who wanted me to create a track based off of a Kurt Franklin song. Okay. And um, now here's, here's the funny part. And so I knew I shouldn't have done it and I, I tried to do it to her liking and it didn't come out right. You know, she jumped on social media, kind of went after me a little bit or whatever. And then two or three years later, DJ from my hometown, High Point, North Carolina, he does the exact same track. And, it, you know, it, and, and he did it professionally and it went like platinum or whatever using Kurt Franklin. But yeah, so that was real hard. It's real difficult when I'm doing it just because I might need pay a bill or something. But if I'm not believing in the music, I've learned to just say no. So those are the hardest projects. Uh, what was the longest project you ever worked on? What took you the longest? Um... Uh, I was music supervisor for a short film called Dick Control that was released. What kind of control? Uh, you heard me. Um, <laughs> 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 something that clearly the both of you lack. Um, 
Everybody can say something. You, know, you should. You probably should. But uh, but no, that project it was long because normally when I'm working on music, it was long. Really like, yeah. So the dick control was a long project. All right, I got you. Man. And, and I had to interview a lot of candidates. <laughs> We're going to just keep it. Hey, you know, your ass, just, what, just drop yeah. the draws? How, how does this go? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lord, you, I knew I should have called in sick tonight. But no, um, but you know, when you do, when you do jobs like that, like music supervisor, I've done, I've scored um, documentaries and, and done editing and stuff like that those are really long projects because it's really long and drawn out because it's just not like, okay, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to create some music and mix it, master it, get it sent off. Now, especially when you got to deal with other people and you know, you got to go find artists, you got to go listen to the music. You got to go have meetings and all this other stuff. So those type of projects, when I'm not actually in the studio, those take, take the longest amount of time. Uh, So, so I have heard you, say this but um but i'm not sure if if like everyone else who is who is actually on here have you have expressed many times that there's a difference between a beat maker and a producer absolutely go ahead and and let the people know what's the difference between a beat creator and a real producer Okay, so uh, what a beat maker just by definition is someone who makes the beat who is responsible for the actual music track so that could be the drum programming that could be the samples that can be all of that anything pertaining to the music that someone else uses that is in my opinion that is considered a beat maker a producer does it all we can make the beat we can compose the music we can mix master we can record we can write we can write the lyrics we can do arrangements and we can deliver uh the master and that's one of the really big differences. Beat makers don't deliver masters to anybody. All they do is deliver beats to people. Producers have to deliver a finished master to someone in order to for that song to be released. And so that is really the primary, the the, the big difference. When um when I was studying in school, I had a professor tell me one time that he really wanted people to stop calling themselves beat makers and just start referring to themselves as composers, which mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense to me because that's essentially you what you music. are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, but we are, we live in a, in a day and age now where, you know, being a beat maker is not, does not degrade yourself, you know, one bit. So there's people that make a really, really good living being beat makers. Um, yeah. but, but producers have to have, have to wear multiple hats when they're working on projects. So that's the main big difference in my opinion. And, and remember y'all, you definitely have to wear those hats when you have, when you're working on a movie called Dick Control. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wear them hats, bro. You got no damn control. You got to, you got to wear the hats, bro. Hold, hold on. Hold on just a second. I, what man? I'm going out. <laughs> I, I told you. That's what under three. <laughs> he got a one. <laughs> Yo, so so um so break this down for me, okay? On a on a record, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh there are the, there are so many points on a record. All right. Mm-hmm. 
um, and it goes to the the singer, uh, producer, in some instances, the beat creator. So I'm guessing that that in that instance, okay, in mm-hmm. that instance, the beat creator, if that's all they like did, is actually part of the songwriting team. They actually that's yeah. they they actually wrote the music to the song. Absolutely. Right. Oh, yeah. All right. So think of it like this, if I can elaborate a little bit. Think because we all know how how much Gooch loves a Twinkie. Yes. Right? Yes. So if you if you were to cut the Twinkie up into three pieces, right? I'll get back to that question in just a second. If you if you <laughs> Michael Bate is a fool. <laughs> I yeah. gotta answer that question. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Hey, man, I'm going to get you for that one. Um, <laughs> but if you split the Twinkie up into three pieces, you have the, the music, you have the lyrics, and then you have the melody, right? So theoretically, if you have a beat maker that's came, that came up with the main melody of the song, technically they have a, a percentage of the music and they have a percentage of the melody, right? So there's different ways that that can go on, and this is why it's always important that when you're in a studio with a beat maker, producer, rapper, singer, whoever, split sheets come into play. Because the one thing you never want is to be in a situation where a song is a hit and then now everybody is trying to decide who did what. Mm, right? Yeah. That needs to be determined yeah. out the gate. And so, yeah. because that can be, you know, it can get kind of convoluted, especially when you have millions and millions of dollars. Like, yeah. take, take Lil Nas X with... Um, What's the, the one before he lost his mind? Um, old, old Town Road. Old, old old. Old. Yeah. So if you go and look old at all the writers on that, it's got 15 writers on it. Right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. he sampled it. Mm-hmm. Somebody else did something. Somebody else did something. Somebody else did something. And so it's like 15, 15 writers on it. And and so, yeah, you got to really, really be careful or else you, know, you might lose out on an opportunity. So. Yeah. All right, y'all. It questions. is the- well, hold on, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna hit them back. It is the bottom of the hour. Oh, it is know, the bottom of the hour, ain't it? That means it is time for the Uh-oh. last artist of the night. So what we're gonna do here is what we always do. Man, where where you at there? Where you at there? We're gonna go to the dishes and the dishwasher. And... <laughs> No, just trying to add it to the stage, bro. We don't want to add there to the. Uh, yeah, to okay. The, just the stage. All right, so D Ray, D Ray, yeah, man. Since you, since you are here, and since you are a producer, and since you have produced uh, some of the hits uh, from some of the artists that are on last, uh, what song and from what artist would you like for me to play tonight? Uh, let's do, let's do, uh, Unbothered J-Saw. Unbothered J-Saw. And that's one of you, right, one of you produce, right? Yes, sir. All right. All right. Unbothered by J-Saw. Let me see where you at here, it. it might not be on there. It's, it's not, it's not anything, anything by the Divine Favorite Project. 
All right, so we're gonna rock some divine favor project going back over here. Going back over there, I saw me. And for those who don't know about the divine favor project, that is one that is close to D-Ray's heart. It is very close to D-Ray's heart. That is a uh, conglomerate of uh, musicians and singers and songwriters, and and my wife happens to be one of them. So any one of them songs is fine. Except right, the Christmas so song. We're gonna do, yeah, we're just gonna do this one right here called Keep On Marching. Uh, if you would, please, please pause the background music for me, Mr. D Ray. Got it right there. There you there go. <laughs> In the field, some were beaten, some were even killed. So many in graves they lay, so many deaths we never could repay. How could we ever look our children in the eye? If we're just gonna let the dream die Sometimes it makes me want to cry When we sit back and we don't even try Our ancestors pay the price So that you and I Could live in the dark
Word up. Word yeah, up. That was the Divine Favor Project produced by DJ The Producer. Yo, if you are an unsigned artist, comedian, uh, content creator, music, uh, movie maker, whatever, yo, go over to BlastMusic247.com. Sign up. <clears throat> And, you know, come and join this journey and everything with us. We're all about, you know, independence. We're all about the independent artists. We're all about, you know, trying our best to make sure that everyone gets to hear your talent. All right. Lastmusic247.com. Sign up. Uh, yeah, we are trying to change this entertainment industry one artist at a time. So yo, uh, before yeah. before before we go on, real 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 quick, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. The song that you just played, "Keep on Marching," was was written during the pandemic, at a time where we saw a lot of civil unrest, and it was dedicated to the memory of Dr. Martin Luther King, whose birthday was a few a couple of weeks ago. Yes, and whose son Dexter Scott King um, passed away a few days ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and so. It's, it's a reminder of how we need to keep on moving and keep on going. But Dexter's death is also a reminder for black men that um, make sure you check on your health. Um, it, the reports are that he passed away from prostate cancer and prostate cancer is one of the number one killers of black men in this country. So we need to use that as a call to arms to, you know, go get yourself checked out. Yeah, it's unpleasant and yeah, it might not be the sexiest thing that the ever however it can save your life so let's you know keep on marching man go get yourself checked out take care of yourselves hey, yes, hey. yes sir hey on um on that song be before we get to our questions um on that song did i detect a hint of baritone degrade under the side <laughs> Of your wife there, I was like, "Well, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, all right, okay, all right." I, I, I will neither confirm or deny. No, okay, all right, all right. I, I know I I'm hearing something up under there. I'm hearing something up under there. Yeah, all right, if, I can, so, if I can be honest, I really, really hate singing, um, and I respect singers some sometimes, but I yeah. really just uh, that's a that's a whole separate skill set, so. All right, so we're going to go back to the question. Well, that wasn't the one I was going to hit, but I guess Gucci already did that one. Yeah. Do you ever have a song that you search for the right artist? Absolutely. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, the songs or the tracks kind of write themselves, especially if you have a particular idea. And when that track is there, 
you know, you as a producer, you kind of know what artists you want on that track. And so you kind of go in search of that kind of a singer. Like, to use a couple of singers in mind, you know, and now that I think about it, if you think about my wife, Meek, you think about Angie Monroe, and you think about Lily, Lily Lorraine, they all kind of got that similar alto sort of range, you know what I mean? And that's kind of uh, from time to time that's the kind of vocalist I'm looking for you know if I'm if I got a beat that's got a real hard heavy 808 in it um I'm gonna I'm gonna hit J-Saw up if I have uh, some hip-hop that has some a real spiritual vibe to it I'm gonna hit Yamasani up you know so yeah you do have to search you know if you got music you really want to search and find the right artist for it absolutely all right, so the second question is coming from our ten percent body. Ten <laughs> percent. Hey, what ten percent. You got to pay your tithes and offering. That's all I'm gonna say. About <laughs> okay, okay, we gonna leave that long. Gonna leave that right there. Long. All I'm. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Gooch, what's your next uh, question, bro? All right, this is uh, two parts here. What is your philosophy as a music producer? Meaning, do you like to be transparent so that each artist has their own sound, or do you have a particular sound that is your signature in your productions? From yeah, for me, I want I want every artist to sound different. But if you notice from my track, my track has to have a groove in it. It has to have something that I want to put it in my car and listen to as I'm driving. You know, and so that to me, in my opinion, is what I'm striving for every time I produce something. And I don't care. If I'm producing a pop record, if I'm producing a hip hop record, neo soul, jazz, gospel, whatever, it's got to have that groove in it, you know. And so um, for me, that's kind of the common denominator. Now, anything else on top of that, I kind of shape it towards the artist that that I'm working with. So but it's got to have that groove under it. Thank you, D-Ray Taylor Riley. Uh huh. Hey, I take that compliment. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. All right. All day, every day. Yeah. This one, this one here though, uh, uh, and I want you to answer it honestly. All right, all right. D. Ray, answer yeah. honestly. Yeah. Go ahead. So <laughs> I know for a fact that you know pro- that producers are just like they're are just like di- directors on a movie set. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they got to be straight up assholes. How much of an asshole do you get when you're in the booth? with someone and you're trying to get it right <laughs> you okay. turn that hat all the way around i did <laughs> i did because you know i don't like putting myself in this light but it's a strong it's a strong 90 95 percent oh man and because I'm a Libra by nature, so I'm already at 40%, and that's before we ever start working on the track. But I I, I tend to get, because, you know, a lot of times I, there's something that I'm after, whether it's a vocal performance or whether it's whatever. And, yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm about that business. I'm about that life. Because also, you got to keep in mind, I was trained during the time where you had to go pay for studio time. Oh, yeah, so, definitely. you know, you had to pay if you were in a, you know, Ding, dingy studio you might have to pay 25 35 dollars an hour 
which in late 80s, early 90s, you know, still a grill. that was, it's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then, yeah. then for the upper studios, that was $100, $150 an hour. So you definitely weren't playing around then. And so I have that mindset of when we're in the studio, we're here to work. I don't want to conversate. I don't want you to ask me what my favorite color is. I don't want to know about your day. You know, I want to get this. I want to get this idea out because, you know, once you forget that idea and it goes away, sometimes it stays away for good. You know, mm-hmm. and so we want to get there and we want to capture it. We want to get that energy together so we can move on. So I I tend to turn into SB real quick, fast, and in a hurry. But I give, but, but, but I also <laughs> give them a disclaimer. I, I tell everybody, you know, I warn them. I said, before we start this, uh, hey, look, I'm like Captain America in the elevator. Okay, now before uh, we begin, does yeah, anybody yeah. else want to get off? <laughs> who's, who's gonna know that reference, bro? Oh, oh, yeah, dude. Yes, I do. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, dude. You gotta, you gotta go. Yeah, that that is one of the best scenes in ever. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Ever. That's one of the, the best Marvel scenes ever. Now. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, piggybacking off of that question, have you ever had to just flat out tell someone? session over I'm not doing this no more because of either talent or they wanted to just play around in the studio the whole time you just waste your time uh no because when I'm at 95% mm-hmm. th- there's either two choices it's either we're gonna work or you're gonna leave you know so I've never had to stop a session I've had mm-hmm. people to say, oh, I need a break to go get my myself together or, you know, I done messed around and made my wife cry or something like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, no, nah, I've, I've, never, I've never had to do that. Bro, you ain't supposed to be 95% on your wife, bro, okay? Bro, when she's an artist, she's an artist. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Woo, she's man. an artist, she's All an right. artist. Okay, so she okay. get this work. Uh, no, but... Now I've never I've never had to do that, and that's also because I'm very choosy about who I work with too. You know, I yeah. can tell off the bat after a conversation whether this session is going to work or not. And so, um, you know, yeah, I've never had to do that. I go ahead, Gooch. All right, what would you say would be your strongest quality as a producer, and what would you say would be your least strongest? I'm gonna start with my least. My least is knowing when to quit. Because <clears throat> there is an old saying that goes that great art is never finished, it's only abandoned. And I am that type that I can always make it better. I know I can always make it better. And so I never know when to stop it and just go, it's fine, it's done. Because I'm always hear something, right? So mm-hmm. that would be kind of my, I think, something that I'm gonna probably have to work on and probably never get right. My strongest quality is my ear. I know how to match things to get the kind of feeling that I want. So if I'm working with an artist that, and we have agreed that this is the type of song we want to work on, I have, I, I'm, I've been blessed with an ear that I can get it there. You know, I can get it to, to the realm that, okay, now we're starting to pull this idea out, out of the ether and now we can start building something. And so I think that's one of my strongest qualities. Uh, can I go follow question, Rock? Uh, yeah, uh, right. we are going to drop another song that okay. you 
that you produce though. But uh, you know, I don't want Gooch to forget his question. You know what is. You know how them Twinkies. Do. You know how them Twinkies do you. I, I, out of mind. When, when you said that you know you want to make it, you always make it better. What's the what's the most number of revisions you could remember you having to do? Oh my god, I've done twenty five. Twenty five on one on one project. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've right. I've done twenty five. As a matter of fact, I have a song that I wrote in high school that I'm still working on. <laughs> and and high school for me was 30, 40. 30 years ago. No, nah, I'm I'm New Testament. You two Negroes is Old Testament. Um, no, uh, so yeah, so like as far as revisions for like a song that got released, yeah, 25, 26, 27, you know, because I always go back and say, okay, I can tighten this up or I can add this or I can add that. And so, yeah, yeah, lots, lots of revisions. Thank you, Rock. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, well, yo, let's let's uh, go ahead here. I'm gonna add another one. This was one of the one of the first songs um, that you produced uh, since we've been knowing you. Uh, this is Miss Angie Monroe. This was your your joint before she even got on it. You already had. This beat and everything already worked out for us. So this is Ms. Annie Monroe with Where You Are. Table for two is what she said As I sat down at you all in my head I apologize a thousand times, please I even fell to my knees I called you but you never showed I couldn't believe you stood me up My heart skipped a beat and I cried Because I love you so much I wanna be where you are You're the driver I wanna be the car If you're the sky I wanna be a star I'll travel the world near or far Wanna be wherever you are Never knew a love like this before Got me doing things I never said I would You were my very first love Move heaven and earth if I could I wanna be where you are You're the driver I want to be the car If you're the sky want to be a star I'll travel the world near or far Gotta be wherever you are Don't leave me I don't know what to do I've wasted half of my life You even promised to make me your wife You're the wind beneath my wings I'm addicted to your love 
love like a dope fiend. So tell me, where are you, baby? Please, please, cause I wanna be where you are. If you're the driver, I wanna be the car. If you're the sky, wanna be a star. You know, Gooch, you know, Gooch, every now and then, I really wonder who she's singing about. Every now and then. Every now and then. She sang that song hard, boy. She did. Like, like some old knucklehead messing her around. I, I just, every now and then. Hey, hey I feel you on that. I felt it in the song. Just, it was in my bones. Down in my spirit. <laughs> Funny, I ain't never got that perception. Yo, so so that was Angie Monroe with where you are. That was um, that the the it was composed and produced by D Ray, the producer. Uh, Mike, what other genres did you like to produce or enjoy? Um, for me. Um... I love uh, neo soul. I love hip hop. I love jazz. I love some gospel, as long as it's got a groove to it. I hate boring gospel. Um, I love, you know, chill, chill music, chill hop, and electronic music. Um, and I, I, I could see me doing some type of hybrid of blues and country one day, something like that. But. But for the most part, those first few genres, those are what I feel like my lane. Right. You got some Gooch? Oh, man. I want to say, D-Ray, what, what do you have coming up in the future that you can tell us? Okay, so the, the song you just heard with Angie Monroe is, uh, will be featured in a movie that will hopefully be released within the next month or so. Written by another blast artist, Nakisha Wrights. Yeah. Um, and um, <clears throat> I reached out to her uh, a couple of days ago, and she's still in the editing process with that. And so um, I think it's called "What's What Fairy Tale." And so we're we're excited about that. Um, I have two releases that will be released probably the first week of February. Uh, an artist that I'm working with named Tracy Gardner uh, goes by the name of Jaina. She uh, has a release uh, remix, and uh, that'll be out, I want to say, fe- February 3rd. And then the Divine Favorite Project featuring Meek, we have another release that'll be some t- released sometime in February. So, staying busy over here, man. Staying busy. Yep, 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 yep. All right. So, 
So uh, before we let you go, uh, give us give us your your thought on. And I'm just gonna gonna pick this particular genre. I'm pretty sure that like we we have talked about it, but give me your your view of where exactly this iteration of hip hop is going. You know, everything is is everything comes around, everything goes around. Um, we went through a period of hip hop in the late '80s where you know with gangster rap, it was. Of you know, highly offensive to people, and people didn't understand it. And you had congressional meetings on trying to get it stopped or whatever. And so, the way that I feel about this, um, at some point, the people are going to start picking the hits instead of record companies, and the masses are going to, you know, th- take for example this platform, Blast Music Two Four Seven. You know, um, you got some incredible artists here that are independent that people can come to this website and, you know, listen to and support, buy their music, buy their merch, whatever. And that's where the industry is kind of going. And so um, we interviewed uh, Kilo Pugh on the center a week ago, and we had the conversation about the difference between a hit record and a hot record, right? Uh, A hit record. Uh, might make you some money, but a hot record will get you some respect. And I feel like that is where we are starting to lean. The hits are becoming far and few between, but a hot record, the hot records are still out there. You know, it might take some searching, it might take some looking, but for those, you know, that hot hot music is out there. And so with hip-hop, the state that it's in right now, it's going to come back to where it needs to be. It'll be the DJs. It'll be the MCs. It'll be the the lyrical content. Um, So it'll come back. So it always goes through phases. I tell you what it's not going to do. It's not going to go away anytime soon. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, uh, hey, Mike, uh, you know, appreciate what you're saying. Uh, You know, we, we may try to expand some but you know i gotta make sure now that i don't fueled up dj Drews with at least 10 to 15 twinkies for like <laughs> you know that's an expensive that's an expensive in mm. endeavor now for that you know hey because hey, when that seventh or that eighth but when that seventh or that eighth twinkie hit the hit the his central nervous system man yeah, we, we don't want no parts of that uh, none at all none at all well, yo, man, I want to thank you for, like, coming on, you know, answering, yes, yes. answering these hard-hitting questions that, like, Gooch set up, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, <laughs> you know, remember now, you know, well, your hats when you don't have dick control. Uh, <laughs> you know, we appreciate you, though, bro, for everything that you're doing. Yes. Not, not only for, like, Blast and our, you know, platform and the podcast and the radio station and everything else everything else that you do to help every other podcaster and, and like every other artist and everything else to make sure that that like you are actually you know keeping keeping uh you know real music and everything alive you know what i'm saying so big ups to that what you guys say good Man, I wanted to say congratulations on the well-earned uh, honors for the three nominees for you. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I do well deserved. I just said well deserved, man. We appreciate everything you do. Like I said, I know I do, especially. <laughs> no, no doubt, man. You know what? Uh, it's, it's, you know, the, what does the old saying goes? Uh, if you find something that you love to do, you'll never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. Working with you guys is not work because y'all are family. And you could tell by the people that come through because once we get started, people don't never want to leave. And so, um, you know what I mean? uh, One of these days, once we get enough bail money saved up, we're going to have to get together and party in person. But we don't really need some, need some bail bondsmen. Because I heard through the grapevine, somebody on this thing can drink. So, um, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. I it still don't know too much. It don't. Hey, look. Nah, man, but thank you, brothers, man. This, this is this is dope. This is really dope. All right, man. Um, uh, you know, it, it, everyone, check out David tomorrow um, with, the, <laughs> with the implosion. Uh, check out Crazy Causes Concoction. Crazy also tomorrow night, and I think that we got the the center coming out. Is the center tomorrow, or is it going to be Friday? The center is Friday, eight p.m., and we will have none other than Christian hip hop artist and filmmaker Chris White. All right, right. another right. another disgruntled Dallas Cowboy fan. Yes, but wow. yes. what, <laughs> what an extremely dope lyricist, though. For real. Yes. Extremely dope. Y'all got to tune in for that. Yeah. All right, y'all. Till next week. Remember, whatever you do, wherever you at, always remember to keep it on blast. Peace out. We out of here. Peace. I ain't got the dang dang up. Uh-oh. That was a quick one. Try it again. Yeah, of course. Shoot all last, make that change today.